You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. Due to the prevailing market conditions, I feel compelled to have a lunchtime update. And with me to update us on what is happening on local and international markets is Nick Kunza from Sunland Private Wealth. We couldn't speak this morning, Nick, because you had uh, an investment committee meeting. That must have been a sort of sombre but also rarefied affair. Did you, without giving away too many secrets, what did you come mm. up with? Well, Lindsay, good morning. No, it's it's just, uh, I guess the the, the question is, um, you know, how do you navigate the markets of the unknown? Um, I mean, every single day seems to be uh, sort of a new, you know, history in the making. If it's not uh, the biggest up day on the day, it's the biggest down day the next day. Um, you're having, you know, a lot of these asset classes which we track to to make our investment decisions are all sort of um, all moving in unison, which is not normal. You know, normally you get a little bit of correlation. So, you know, the dollar goes up or something goes down or, or the gold does this and bonds do that. Uh, and unfortunately, when the last couple of days, We've seen uh, everything coming off. The same, quite frankly, the same reason everything went up a, a year or so ago. Now we're getting the reverse, and we're all going down in unison. So trying to put your money to work is not easy. I guess, I guess, if I had to take one thing away from it is, is you don't have to rush. I mean, you need to be patient. We don't know how this is going to play out. And I mean, today's absolute text case uh, case in point. I mean, we're limit up um, on the S and P futures um, for a couple of hours at one stage. Actually, went down one point eight percent. We're now up one now. So you know, you really think you've got to be patient. You've got to, you know, be uh, be greedy for your prices. And if you feel like dipping your toe, and you can you can try, uh, but you've got to be greedy because uh, you know these things. This market is moving four five percent today. Exactly. The S and P was at one stage close to twenty five hundred. That's the futures market. The low yesterday was twenty three fifty. The low today was twenty three seventy three. These are these are numbers, but I mean they're terribly important because it's currently mm. I think just above. It's about twenty four eleven at the moment, which is barely changed on the day. And I've just seen that France Emmanuel Macron has closed down the. French economy, and as the it, um, the French are saying, à l'italienne, in other words, like the Italians. Uh, so Italy has started it, France has now closed all its borders and is closing down its shops, and there are queues. I can see live pictures now of people in Paris queuing just before the closure starts. So it's the most extraordinary thing. And mm. I don't think we quite know yet how bad the economic consequences are going to be when we see those jobs numbers in a month and two and three months time from the united states that monthly event we're going to see numbers we've never seen before like minus three hundred thousand minus seven hundred thousand that sort of thing nobody's hiring no i think but i think that's also the tip of the iceberg i mean can you imagine when these uh some of these companies start reporting first quarter earnings. Mm. Uh, I mean, they've literally shut up, you know, shut up shop. I mean, I looked at some uh, some numbers yesterday. Um, I was running my sort of overbought levels and oversold levels, trying to get some idea of where the market was. I mean, I, I just came across Boeing. I mean, that's one of the largest. Well, <laughs> it was one of the largest sort of Dow components all the way up. Um, traded, I think, up at almost three hundred. 60 odd dollars a share i think back in the day um i mean that is almost back under a hundred dollars i think mm. it was trading at uh trying to find the number now my, my sheets uh down, where we go yeah that was down at a hundred boeing straight 66 percent down i mean some numbers yesterday just to give you just a brief background what happened in the u.s last night i mean you had citigroup it was down 19 it's one of the biggest banks in the world it was down 19 percent on the day you had Capital One, which was one of the leading U.S. credit card insurers. So everyone, you know, everyone used to uh, buying on credit in America. Those shares were down 24% on the session, mm. lost a quarter. 
So, I mean, as you said, I think so. Yes, the jobless numbers are going to be catastrophic, but I mean, you got to think these uh, these these company earnings as they're scrambling to uh, to get liquidity and to. I, I saw. Um, I think it was either it was one of the sort of larger um, uh, mining houses actually drew the entire credit line uh, yesterday with the banks, where they've got four or five different agreements with the banks. Drew the whole thing in one day just to prepare themselves. So, yeah, prepare yourselves. I think this is going to get a lot worse before it gets better. Uh, Boeing Company last night closed at $129.61 per share, down 23.83% mm. on the day. It's currently up about 0.6% in the pre-market, but it's, 100, it's, it's $130 a share. Uh, this is outrageous stuff. And it was the biggest stock on the uh, Dow mm. Jones, uh, but now United Healthcare, I think, is the biggest. I don't know if mm. you've seen that. It suddenly jumped from nowhere. United Healthcare. I wonder why. Wonder why that is. <laughs> yeah, don't know. But I mean, I mean, yeah. It's funny that that. Um, I mean, Boeing was literally that literally single handedly dragged the Dow Jones all the way up for the last few years, and that share price up. I think it, you know, it almost. I think it was up about one hundred and twenty percent in two thousand nineteen. I mean, how quickly things had turned. I mean, as I said, we're only sort of uh, trying to get our way through the first quarter. And that stock was already down 66% since the 1st of January. The reputational damage of the 737 MAX murders, which and they were murders because the, mm. first, the, the first one was one thing and maybe that was you know, it's a tragic event that it could have been avoided, but they didn't know about the system that wasn't working. But the second one was criminal. And um, I don't think Boeing's reputation is going to be repaired for many 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 years would you fly on a boeing 737 max even when it comes back into circulation next year or the year after i certainly wouldn't Jeez. no not in a hurry eh? not in a hurry and quite frankly given the, the press that i've had i mean i'd literally check when i'm flying on before i go on one of those planes exactly what's happening on the jsc today because we were up quite smartly what's mm. happening at this very moment let's start with I your think, share yeah i mean whipsawing i guess is the first is what i can say i mean we only sort of into the midday session now been open for three hours but the swings have been quite wild i mean at one stage we were up quite significantly uh almost went negative and now we're back up 760 points again i guess Cecil being the big uh, the big mover on the up and the down so it's had a 30 percent range so far hmm. um and also obviously the miners have been all over the place too this gold price at one stage uh, i mean it's down uh, 2.6 percent was down three Big moves in the underlying commodities, big moves in uh, the RAND as well. I mean, the RAND out at 1665 about an hour ago, start of the day 1640, also having a percent and a half swing. So once again, asset classes, volatility, you pick it, it's it's moving uh, quite significantly at the moment. Okay, let's have a look at some of these spot prices now. The RAND is around, so let's have a look. Let me get my, refresh my screen and have a look and see what's going on here. We've got $16.56 RAND, British pound against the RAND 2014. Euro Rand is 1836 with the Euro dollar. Where's that these days? That's one that's going to be key. So now 110.85. So the Euro coming under pressure because of the France. Have a look at. Have a look at cable as well, sterling, sterling dollar. Uh, 121.60, yeah, that's a near 1% fall for the British pound. And coming up to those levels when um, Brexit was at its most uncertain, or the Brexit process was, I think it went to something like yep, 116, right. 117, something like that, uh, briefly. Uh, but it's coming mm, up again, mm. 121.60, the cable. Look yeah. at that thing. I've, 
You know, I was going to say it was apparently quite a big technical level, 122. I saw a couple of the sort of broken notes that went out the early hours of this morning saying if it doesn't hold that, it sort of opens the gates to sort of 116. And as you said, the the back in the days of Brexit, but yeah, 120, 116. And I must say, very weak pound because the, the dollar is uh, not that strong against the crosses. It's uh, very much a pound story. In that. So <coughs> briefly, excuse me. Briefly, what happened last night, because lest we forget, because we've become sanitised to these moves, Dow Jones was down nearly 3,000 points last night. Never been seen before. Never been seen before. I mean, we had uh, once again, I mean, we seem to be making history on a, on a sort of daily basis here. I mean, the S&P, I mean, uh, down 12% on the, uh, on the Monday. I mean, that's obviously, and that's despite an emergency rate cut by the Federal Reserve. Um, I mean, that is the single biggest daily movement. In fact, it actually eclipses the great crash of 1987 back in October then. Uh, NASDAQ also, worst day ever. That was down 12.3%. And of course, with all this wild selling off and these crazy swings, where the VIX, the volatility index, also hitting a new record high. This contract was first uh, formulated in 1990. We hit a new high that it's never hit before of 82.69%. So hmm. once again, more and more records. Okay, let's have a look at some of the movers on the JSC. Um, and the, these will be completely different when we speak to David Shapiro later, uh, Nick Kunza. But most viewed shares, um, Sassel, Steinhoff, Sabania, Stillwater, and Naspers. Naspers not doing so badly, only down 2.7%. But I've got the movers to the upside, and I can't understand this one. Well, actually, I can, because people are going to not go out anymore. They're going to buy stuff and cook at home. ShopRite, up nearly 12%. Mm. Kumba Iron Ore, up nearly 12%. Don't get that one. Pick and Pay, up 10.2%. Spar, up 8 and 3 quarters. And Clicks, up 7%. It's dominated by retailers. And we did pick this yeah. last week, didn't we? Yeah, we did say, you know, these guys actually, funny enough, could actually have a record quarter because people are stockpiling food. I mean, the shelves are empty. I mean, I was getting irritated with someone in front of me in the shops and saying, can you stop taking photographs of the shelves and just fill your basket, please? Um, it, it really is. Uh, they might actually actually have a record off the back of that. Um, that one I can get. Um, I don't quite get the clicks. Well, maybe clicks with uh, hygiene and uh, medication, possibly. Mm. And then Tiger Brands. I did see some buyers coming into that uh, yesterday. Yesterday, just uh, thinking that it's been sold off too much, and and as it was an interesting sort of thesis doing the rounds and and discussed at one of our committee meetings, and that as as the sort of walls go up around the world and the borders get shut down, a lot more inward looking. So, i.e., the likes of a Tiger Brands will certainly benefit from people uh, sort of unable to shop outside the borders. Um, and then, did you did you touch on Sasol this morning at all or not? Um, no, you mentioned it. it said you you said it had a thirty percent uh, swing from yeah, high to low. What's so, it doing so now? That, so they came out with their, their rights issue idea. I don't know if you spoke yes. about it this morning. Yeah, or that's not. right. Okay, so that's 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 come out this morning. As the days progress, market's not quite sure what to do with it. I mean, that is going to be quite a biggie. I mean, it's almost. Uh, I mean, the company is trying to service 121 billion rand that it has in outstanding debt. I think out to about uh, 2028. But in the meantime, they have to uh, get through these suppressed oil prices, which is certainly putting a strain on the balance sheet. So they came out this morning and came out with the idea they need to basically tap investors for $2 billion, which is a little bit difficult because, I mean, its market cap is pretty much under that. So it's a quite a difficult one. But 3.30, well, I think 3 o'clock our time, sorry, let me correct it, 3 o'clock our time is an eagerly awaited conference call that was due last week Tuesday. It was pushed back the week. And I think that's what the original spook of investors was back then, 
Well, anyway, it will become clearer at 3 o'clock this afternoon as uh, we're going to be diving into that one as well. Um, I'm sure there's some hard questions to uh, Sassel's management on that call. Crikey, yeah. I wouldn't like to be one of those people. Hammerson down 10.5%. Uh, the two 91s, I mean, 91 listed on the um, London Stock Exchange and the JSE yesterday. That's the former Investec Asset Management. Really, I feel sorry for those. It's 91 no. uh, Limited and 91 PLC. What a day. PLC. Down what a day to come to the market. 9.8% down for the PLC. Mm. Limited down 8.8%. AB InBev, this is wrong. This is a wrong price. It shouldn't be 9.9% no, down. It must go up. I need to correct myself. I need to correct mm. myself. It wasn't a miner that tapped into their credits. It was AB and InBev. That's what I read. Yeah, okay. So AB and InBev tapped into their uh, into their full line of credit from their banks to see them through this period. But I've got to say, I'm, I'm probably with you. Are you going to say this is more defensive? It's a bit of a strange one. If you're sitting at home drinking beer surely <laughs> hello I mean, <laughs> you're not going out and drinking beer you're buying a six-pack at the, at the and you're, you're probably oh. drinking more because it's cheaper i mean if, if i go to a bar which i can't anymore because they're all closed but if i went to a bar it would hmm. cost me four euros fifty for a beer i go down to the supermarket it's one euro fifty uh, so i'm going to be yeah, buying six know. instead I, of I buying wanted- two yeah i'm on your side too i don't quite get this one i understand that some of the pubs and i actually heard one of the Chaps, yeah, talking about Forries, that pub down in Newlands. Oh, yeah, one of my um, favorites. Basic, yeah, and saying literally last night there was not one person in it. And I mean, the, 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 the sort of staff are almost crying. I mean, literally not a person, but I'm mm. sure you see it where you are now too. But yeah, I don't get this one. I'd be stocking, I am stocking up on beer. Beer and toilet paper. Yeah, well, I don't understand the toilet paper. Uh, but anyway, we, we've spoken about toilet paper. Let's not uh, dwell on that. But anyway, uh, my tip is by ABM, BIM, AB InBev at 591. 592, that sort of area. Um, Assaw down 8.7%. What do you think is going to happen between now and when we speak to David Shapiro at 5 o'clock this afternoon? I actually don't know because the, the stuff that's feeding through my screen now is all about the dollar. It's surprisingly strong. So dollar extends rise to hit the highest level since Feb 27. Right. Dollar index now at 98.844. Uh, Euro falls to days low against the dollar, down almost 1%. Because of France. Yeah, we spoke about uh, we spoke about sterling and cable also as well. So seems to be a bit of a dollar story coming through now, which kind of explains why uh, gold's under pressure and uh, the precious metals too. So for me, this would uh, illustrate once again that uh, you know, flight to safety, Lindsay. You know, nowhere to hide. Just get into the dollar for now, and I, I guess that's the way we're playing out. So, but anyway. Got four hours to go next time. Uh, S&P is mid-range at the moment. Just give me the latest S&P 500. I've got 24.33. What have you got? Uh, 24.50 now. Bearing in mind when we started the conversation, it was actually down. Mm. So it's just really almost 2% since you've been on this call. So Nick. once again, volatility to the fore. Be careful out there, Nick. That's Nick Kunzer from Sun and Private Wealth, and that was the lunchtime update. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.